Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody, it's Lon Seidman, and I've got a great interview today with Ouya's Bob Mills. He also goes by uh, the Games Guy, right, Bob? Is that, is that the, uh, the official title for you? Uh, yeah, I guess technically it is official. I've, I have been called that before. So I, I want to say, because the, the Ouya holds a special place in my heart, and uh, the reason is, is that when I first started the channel, that was like the first big uh, set of traffic I got was from, was from the Ouya. So um, thanks, for, uh, thanks for doing awesome. that. I got in on the Kickstarter really early, and it was really cool. So before we get into what Ouya is about, can you talk about what your role is in the company? So you're the games guy. I know you do a lot of these, uh, these kinds of things where you're interacting with developers and whatnot. What, what is it that you do there? And maybe for people that aren't familiar, what the Ouya is as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, that's a, that's a big question. So what do I do? Well, I, at a very basic level, I talk with developers and I help them get their content onto the TV. So that's like a very basic thing, but I mean, I do anything from, um, you know, just email back and forth to having calls like we're doing right now, talking with developers, uh, go to conventions and meet with developers, um, answer any sorts of questions they have about, uh, you know, how to get a game on OUYA. So that's that's kind of that level. And then I guess for people that don't know what OUYA is, uh, we're a totally open gaming console. We launched on Kickstarter, um, gosh, like almost two years ago. Uh, we, you know, raised a bunch of funds to get it going. So it's, you know, the first crowdfunded Android game console ever. It's kind of a cool deal for us. And you guys raised a lot of money, right? Because it was you wanted yeah. you, you were what aiming for like maybe half a million dollars or something. And where, where did you where did you end up? Uh, yeah, I think I think we were asking for, gosh, was it nine hundred thousand? We ended up raising like eight point six uh, million, which was which was crazy and exciting. Um, and then, you know, we got to it and started shipping consoles out. And that was it. Now, what does yeah. it feel like? Now, you, you, so you were involved with this from the beginning? Mm-hmm. And so- uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was, uh, it was really like my first ever <laughs> entry job into the gaming industry. Um, so it's been kind of crazy and probably atypical, um, you know, not, not like the typical career path that a lot of people follow where they may maybe start in QA though. I probably would have done that if I, if I didn't have this, this way in, but anyways, we, um, you know, started the Kickstarter, uh, I wrote a bunch of copy for for that, and then you know for the twenty eight or so days that we ran the Kickstarter, it was uh, you know noon till you know dawn to dusk or whatever, um, running the running the fund. Yeah, it was like what twenty eight days is all it took to get get all that money in, right? Yeah, I, and it was. I remember even us talking about that, like because when you're doing a when you're doing a Kickstarter like that, you can pick. How many days? I think 28 is the minimum, and um, I think for some reason we picked that because it was like, you know what, let's just do it. Because if it's gonna work, it's gonna work. So pick 28 days, and 
Um, and by I golly, mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're like, we were the second, uh, uh, best raise or, you know, highest, uh, raising Kickstarter ever, um, next to Pebble, I think. And we recently just got bumped by the coolest cooler. So congratulations to them. Uh, they're doing like a little cooler. I think it might still be going actually where it's also a, it's like a blender and a cooler and like a music center and everything all in one. It's pretty cool looking. Like party in a box. That's pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty, exactly. pretty neat. So talk to me about this because you're seeing these, I, I'm thinking back to like these commercials in the early days of the internet when like they, they push the button and all of a sudden they've got all these orders coming in and they're like, Oh my gosh, how do we, how do we do this? I mean, did, did you guys feel like, Oh my God, like how are we going to keep up with this demand? Cause this, this far exceeded, what you thought you were going to end up with. And, and there's, I guess there's cert, a certain degree of exponentiality with it that you're starting at, you know, thinking, hoping maybe a million bucks and now you're eight times that. Um, and your small team, was the pressure there to really deliver? Cause it's, it's a nice product. I really have to say it, it. It's put together very nicely. Yeah. I mean, we had a, we, we started fortunately with a team of, of really knowledgeable people. And I was definitely like, uh, uh, that was really my trial by fire. So I got to learn so much during those 28 days. Um, and, and I still go back. It's like a whirlwind. Um, but I think they were always, uh, prepared to like scale in case there was, um, you know, the demand that there turned out to be. Right. And you know, what's been interesting about the Ouya is that, you know, I, I've been getting a lot of these, um, uh, you know, into review on my channel here, a lot of these, these really cheap uh, Android set-top boxes from all these Chinese manufacturers. And what they're doing is basically taking, you know, one of those cheap Mali, Mali CPUs, putting them in, you plug it into your television, and then you've got Android on your TV. And there, there's always compromises. And one of the things that really impressed me about the Ouya was... Uh, really what you did to Android to make it work as a game console that's specifically designed for the television. And what went into that? Because this wasn't, this doesn't, you know, it looks easy because it, it's Android and everyone thinks it's open source, but you guys actually modified Android to make this do what it does, right? Yeah, I mean, and we're still doing it is what's so great. Like, uh, we just put out an OTA update, um, who, like, last week or something um, that, that added new features like developing developers, uh, where you can go on and you can actually like take beginning level uh, coding courses and there's like the AIDE program. They did a, a specific OUYA version with a bunch of cool features and stuff that you can't get on any other AIDE version. Um, and, you know, before that it was, uh, uh, you know, what did, I don't even remember what feature. Oh, you could like order playlists and, and uh, you know, like order your play area. So like each time we do an OTA update, we continue to modify that. Um, and, uh, I, I think that that's part, that's a part of what makes it so great is, and, and the other part is really like, there's this core community of people who cared very deeply about making this thing happen. Um, and I'm talking about like, you know, everyone who kickstarted it and then everyone came along, along the way. Um, so we have like a community offline, like an unofficial forum, Uya forum, uh, dot com. Those people are so great. Um, and, and so they go into a lot of it. They, they help to sort of differentiate, um, Ouya from, from those, those set top boxes and really like any other, uh, Android based set top box. We, we are fortunate to have, you know, a great head start, um, and great content from, from, you know, hundreds of developers too, who, who believe in what we're doing and, um, want us to succeed. I think that's a big key and a big differentiator. 
And talk about developing on the console because it is Android at its heart, right? Is it, it that's the the guts? Um, so is it is it difficult? Let's say I was an Android developer. I mean, I can I can um, you know maybe I could program Lemonade Stand or something, but um, you know it, it, you've got that Android. Um, you know, I guess it's, you develop an Android application, and 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 that's essentially the start of of making an Ouya game. Is it is it very similar to developing on Android? Is it different? Is it yeah. easy to port your game over? Yeah, I mean, if you if you can have or can program anything for Android, you can program it for Ouya. Uh, the Ouya ODK is essentially the Android NDK, um, except we have uh, a custom payment API and a custom controller. Um, we do some checks when you submit a game. We do some checks for title safe because uh, TVs, unlike mobile devices, have to have some title safe to um, compensate for the difference between like a 720 and a 1080p right. TV. Um, but I mean, that's basically it. And so we have, we have some new features too. So we started yeah, everywhere actually um, a couple few months ago. And that is basically, you can, you know, use Ouya as a platform to start getting on other devices. And uh, Mad Cats Mojo was our first example of the, of that, where you can now access Ouya through that device. And we'll be on, you know, we're, we're anticipating, doing other cool things with that. Um, and so it's it's basically like, yeah, the core of Android plus like a few smaller tweaks in order to, you know, to play with us, I guess. Yeah, right, to be able to get it to work. And what's nice about the Ouya <laughs> everywhere is that if you did, so I guess the, the Ouya is running, what, a Tegra 3? Is that, am I right mm -hmm. about that? It's, and the, mm -hmm. the Mad Cats has a Tegra 4, so it's a mm -hmm. little bit, a little bit faster on, on the yeah, hardware. Yeah, I mean, they came, I think, almost a year later, if not over a year after us. So, yeah, they, they got on that wave of the, uh, the chipset. Right, and then I, and I'm sure now we and I, some people are asking in the uh, in the chat room here about uh, the Tegra K1, and I know you really can't comment on the future roadmap, but I got to say that that K1 processor, I got the Nvidia Shield tablet in the review, and it is fast. I mean, it's almost yeah. twice as fast as the four, right? And I would imagine yeah. it's considerably faster than the three. Does that does that start getting your gears turning about you know <laughs> how you can really start to compete a little bit more with some of the the, the larger consoles? I mean, it's probably more powerful than the Wii U, and it's certainly. Yeah competitive with the the xbox uh, one and the ps4 right yeah it's it's really exciting to see how how rapidly they're iterating on that too and it's it's um it's crazy to think about like what could come after that and i think you're right it's 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 a, it's basically you know this technology that can compete with these these larger scale or you know bigger more established players in the in the console space um but yeah can't officially comment on any sort of future things <laughs> but we so, know the hardware is out there so we'll see yeah. we'll see what uh, what develops there so let's uh, mm -hmm. talk uh, then we'll take some viewer questions in a few minutes but let's talk about uh some standout games um so we've got a bunch that are actually ouya specific and mm -hmm. i was watching an interview with you the other day on on something that was linked on your website and you were talking about the kinds of games that are that are being becoming attractive to ouya developers and to ouya gamers that they're they're different they're not like you know, these safe plays like the Call of Duty stuff, it's, it's something very unique and, and not, a, not a huge time commitment, right? I mean, those are the, the more casual games. Is that, am I right in saying that or is there, is there more to it? Yeah, I mean, I, I could probably find more to it. I think that there is definitely um, a, a lot of casual content like pick up and play and sit down and, and do something else type of content. Um, for me, and, and also, I think that there is a, a and there continues to be a, a uh, 
you know, growing variety of um, games and, and like types of games that you can play. So like for me, um, and I think if I'm thinking of the interview you're talking about, I'm, I like the, the games that I tr- sort of uh, trend towards is like couch multiplayer games, uh, games that I can sit down with, with a friend or even three friends and uh, play on the TV. Um, you know, the, ty- the type of games like when I, when I was playing on my Super NES, the, the coolest thing to do for at least one summer was to um, bring Turtles in Time over and play play that, try to beat that with my friend. And um, at some point, like, I sort of felt like I couldn't really do that as readily. And for me, Lia has such a broad um, assortment of games that, you know, you can find a lot of options to sort of scratch that itch, that sort of nostalgic um, uh, feeling. And I'm going to get to a few of those in a minute. My, my system updated right when I was about to switch to the game. <laughs> yeah, so I'm getting that system updated. So those usually go pretty quick. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take a few viewer questions in the interim here. So uh, Bruno Sena is in the chat room. And uh, he was wondering, uh, you know, specifically about uh, AAA mobile games. Now, there are a few, right? You, you've got Sega on there. I know the Sonic, uh, the, some of the Sonic games are on there and whatnot. Uh, he's, he's looking like at Minecraft, Dead Trigger 2, some of the Game Loft stuff. I mean, are those, those things that, you know, those kind of AAA titles, seeing more of those come to Ouya, is that something that's in, in the future? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's something that we should, uh, you know, look, look forward to positively. Um, we specifically, like, as, you know, speaking for the people I work with on Dev Relations Team, like, I think you've talked with Jared, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's, there's Kelly, of course. Um, and, uh, Alex, like we definitely think that, uh, or we, we try to like keep an eye out for, for the newer stuff, but we definitely, um, you know, value the, the partnerships we have with, with the AAA companies and, um, you know, would love to see more stuff like that. Um, and you know, the great thing is that it's really easy to, to port a lot of those mobile games. Um, but I think, you know, it, it's also part of um, seeing Uya as like not specifically just a device for, you know, mobile Android ports, but also for like bespoke projects or like, com- you know, exclusive projects, thing, like things that originate on Uya. Um, and I mean, that's sort of, it's sort of part of like the entire effort we have going to be like this different sort of space. Right. Um, and I mean, and I, I'm looking at uh, the O rank right now. Like the top of the O rank right now is AVP Evolution. I think um, Fox, yeah, Fox Digital Entertainment did that one, and and that was like a relatively newer game that came out. So yeah, those sorts of um, you know things are always something to be excited about when they happen. And um, I am I am optimistic. And I guess too that when you're when you're looking at something like the Ouya, a lot of these AAA games that are mobile oriented are designed for mobile phones with touch screens or tablets, and that's a very different play experience than maybe what I'd pick up with a controller on my television, yeah. right? So yeah, and so I mean sometimes it's really easy. Like I think in the instance of AVP, like that was a game that it's it's very it's you know mid core and it's. Uh, I think it, it, if you play it in the mobile, I have actually not played the mobile version. I've only played the Ouya version. Um, it's it's likely has like a soft keyboard on screen, like a you know D pad, and then the action buttons on there. Um, and so a lot of those games, yeah, you can they can be ported over uh, really really easily. 
And I got another question. So everybody um, is asking about, about Ouya too, which I'm sure you can't talk about. So yeah. you, you know things that, that we won't know for a while. But Yeah, I can't blame them, though. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> good to have the enthusiasm, right? So, yeah. Totally. Um, so, so, we, so you can't comment on that, but we will, um, we will you know, keep bugging you about it occasionally. Maybe I'll get you to slip. But um, there was a good question here from uh, Klopp Kloppleton. I'm, I'm sure that's his real name. Uh, and if it is, I'm sorry for just making fun of it. Uh, he was wondering, um, will uh, Ouya Everywhere eventually be an app that you'll just install on your Android device, or is it going to be more of a partnership with different manufacturers? Um, gosh, that is a great question. So, I mean, in, in, in that instance, you would be taking Ouya Everywhere and, and playing it uh, on a mobile device. I mean, in theory, that could work. Um, and like the real difficulty is like the audience, what I'm just talking out of, talking out of sure. you know, thin air, but, uh, it would have to probably be a uh, controller, like mandatory controller, unless somehow there was, you know, an on-screen, uh, uh, you know, controls that sort of were there the entire time. Um, I mean, it essentially, uh, like from a technical standpoint, essentially functions like that on Mad Cats, but I mean, it's part of. Um, a, yeah, a more specific, like, you know, we want to work with, um, device manufacturers and, and, you know, make sure that, uh, everything's covered, particularly for our devs and stuff like that. Right. And you probably want to have a, a, a kind of an experience that, that people would expect when yeah, they absolutely. get it up. So I'm going to pull up, uh, my, my system has rebooted now. So I'm going to pull up, uh, now you sent me over a couple of games to check out. So, yeah. uh, and these are, oh, so did you, sorry, just totally to interrupt you. Did you just download the new update? I did. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's what I was talking about. That so if you if you look at the main uh, page mm-hmm. right now, it says play, discover, make, and manage. It's it said that for a while, but right. the make section has has always not had a ton of content in it. Originally, right. that section was used to like if you want to t- uh, test a game you're making, you can put it on there. But so we recently, if you click on it, uh, we you know, we put in some tutorial stuff. Yeah, in there. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. And you can like watch a video. So I can out. hit this here and like learn how to make a game basically. So, yeah. and this is yeah. kind of a, that's cool. I think I saw this maybe somewhere else too, but this is neat. So you can go in and, and, and now I could, in this 20 minute video, I could basically get something going here. It looks you like. You can start with absolutely nothing. Um, and we provide you with all the software you need and like, you know, directions, you just follow them step by step. And then we have this, um, basically test game that uh, Nick who's on our team took from a unity uh, you know, from unity, it's their like test game that you can use and then like did a little bit of the tweak. So you can just put, pick it up, put it on your computer, uh, you know, see what it's like to change things around in unity and then run it on your, yeah, and uh, become a published game developer. It's that simple. Just, uh, get, you, know, <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because there, there are all these engines now. So, you know, like when I was growing up, we had the Apple II and you had to know assembly language or basic and, it, and you really had to know assembly language. It was a hard, it was a hard, uh, you know, leap to get something working. So, uh, in, in this instance, I guess it's not as hard as it used to be. I mean, still there's a lot of coding and a lot of things like that, but you could really, I, I, I guess from this 20 minute video, you could actually get something running with minimal amounts of code, right? Yeah, that's correct. And I mean, when you, it's funny you said that, and I specifically flashed back to Julie Ehrman in the, um, uh, and I just saying that sort of for reference for the audience. I don't normally just call her Julie Ehrman and nothing like messing with her. But so Julie says in the video, uh, yeah, you had to go on your Apple IIe. And, you know, she has this like little bit about, and like this is the sort of thing we want to, you know, help facilitate. We want to help facilitate game development. So this is a huge step 
for us and I'm really excited about it. I think it's really cool and it just speaks to, you know, Julie's vision she had for the company and, and how we're making strides towards it. But yeah, right now, um, I think we have like 19 game engines wow. that, that you you can, you know, get started with and get a game running on there. Yeah, that's at devs.ouya.tv if I can make a shameless plug. Sure, please do. Yeah. Um, so if you go to devs.ouya.tv and go to docs, um, there's all these different game engines. So chances are we have you covered and if you don't, we will eventually probably by work get, to get it, yeah, get it on there. And I think that's what's kind of neat because you know I've been I've been doing a lot with the Raspberry Pi on the channel, so we just got the B plus in, and that's a similar kind of experience where you know we're getting back to this thing where you can actually own something you can you can access and play with and learn you know the basics of game development or programming or both. Um, yeah. It seems like you're, you're kind of building that into into here as well, so that's pretty pretty cool. So yeah. we've got um, so a couple games you want me to yeah, check out. So the Duck Game, what's what's that about? Duck Game. Um, Duck Game is here. probably my favorite game right now, um, or it's one of them. Sent you over a few. Um, but uh, Duck Game is by Landon Podbilski. And I actually met Landon uh, with his friend Andrew uh, at last year's PAX. And I was just like, it was like the last day of PAX. I was exhausted. I was probably coming down with PAX flu by then. It's amazing uh, at those events where every, everybody always gets sick, no matter what. Every, every PAX. I'm going and I'm going to PAX again, and I'm just like, oh man, everyone don't get sick. Um, but so I was like, uh, I'll go say hi to this guy, and it turned out that it was Landon. He's a great guy. He's a musician, uh, does a bunch of cool music, and he's also like this great programmer. So he showed me what he was working on with Duck Game, and it's amazing. So uh, you know, we helped him uh, get Duck Game up and running, and it's this really fun, frenetic, uh, up to four player multiplayer game. It's like a split screen thing. I'm, I'm play, so I'm playing it right now. So it looks like there's there's room for four players on screen at once, right? Yeah, uh, it's not split screen. So okay. everyone's on the same platform, sort okay. of like a Smash Brothers esque. But you're oh, all crazy ducks, and there's like uh, thirty or so weapons that you can run around and pick up and shoot each other with. Oh, that's um, cool. So, so right now it's multiplayer only. Mm -hmm. um, but multiplayer uh, over the internet, or just have to be, everyone's got to be in the room with me. Local multiplayer. Okay. I mean, and that sort of speaks to the iter iterative nature of. Of Uya. So he started with multiplayer and he's working on single player and eventually probably uh, working on like online multiplayer. This kind of also brings me back to like when my friends and I, now I'm, I think I'm a, little, I'm a little bit older than you. We used to play ColecoVision. That was our mm -hmm. thing. So like that and Atari 2600, we'd all go to somebody's house and, and play, you know, two at a time, uh, mm -hmm. play with this stuff. So that's, what, that's kind of like what the duck game is. That's pretty cool. So let me back out yeah. here and we'll go check out some other stuff. So we'll see, we have uh, Never Ending Nightmares. What's that? Yeah. One? I mean, that's a cool one to highlight. Um, that's another one of my favorites. Uh, that's by Matt Gilgenbach. Uh, he's got a great story. Um, that, and you can, if you just Google him, you can find his blog and he blogs pretty regularly, um, just about his, uh, uh, you know, his game development. And he, so never any nightmares specifically is like sort of a, you know, it's an artistic interpretation of, his, I mean, I'm probably butchering the description. He could do it a lot better, but it's like his dealing with his own sort of like mental illness. Um, and uh, but it's a it's a horror game, super scary, like plenty of jump scares. So I don't know if you want to play it live right now, <laughs> <laughs> unless you do. You know, I, I, I think I neglected to download it initially, so I'm, I'm I'm hunting around for it right now. We'll take a look at some of the screenshots, maybe. You put headphones on, turn the lights off, and record yourself playing that game because you will freak out playing that game i can guarantee it so put the kids to bed and that's it yeah so, yeah we had a twitch stream going 
at uh, E3, and there was like 30 people crowded around this TV watching this one kid playing Never Ending Nightmare, and this is like, you know, these things will happen in the game, and like everyone's like, ah, oh, all at once. It's pretty cool. That's really cool. So yeah, I can't find that one on here right now, but we should check. We'll, we'll definitely check that one out. And is that an exclusive to uh, to Ouya? That game uh, is actually a free the games fund uh, campaign game. So um, which you know, free the games fund timely is free the games fund is ending soon. Um, way, that was something that that you that Ouya created to help yeah. fund developers to create games for the console, right? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's essentially a matching fund. So you raise. Uh, funds on Kickstarter, and then we will match your the funds you raise on your game, uh, dollar for dollar, and then um, game comes out on Ouya and on and if you want you do on PC as well simultaneous. And so his game is is one of those games, um, and so he launched on Ouya with like a an alpha, um, and you can actually opt in early and sort of watch his progress and give him feedback and. Um, you know, it's kind, it's kind of like game. a uh, Kerbal Space Program kind of thing, where you're 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 in early and, and you're with him as he's developing this thing and mm-hmm. providing feedback and. Yeah, I mean, and I and we're seeing a lot of that. Um, I mean, it, maybe it's just a uh, in you know the uh, you know maybe it speaks to any development or you know maybe it's a coincidence, but like there's a lot of uh, people using Lia to. Um, you know, design a game in an iterative, um, right. In iterative fashion and, and involving yeah. their players in their community. And, and, and how many, I guess, you know, we, we look at PlayStation two or four, whatever it's up to, uh, and the Xbox one, and, and we've got these huge companies doing these multi, you know, you know, million dollar, billion dollar games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're huge teams and, yeah. you know, Ouya developers are typically one man or woman shows, right? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, so like you said, the way we have some AAA. And then we we definitely have indie, and so there's there like uh, Duck Game is made by one person, um, and on the surface it looks like this unassuming retro style game, but it is incredibly nuanced. And then yeah, Matt is another just single person making this game by himself. Uh, other games have like two person teams. Other games have like five person teams. Um, but yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of different types of teams but typically yeah a lot of small ones so i'm loading up now amazing frog amazing frog yeah it's pretty cool so what's this one about uh man i would love to describe me (laughs) so basically yeah you're you're a frog who essentially is um a, a struggling superhero um and struggling you know with whatever sort of personal demons he might have but also struggling with gravity and like general yeah, you know, <laughs> I have a hard time with gravity myself. So, yeah. His own body. so yeah, it's like a, um, it's the it is the quintessential uh, ragdoll physics, uh, silly, wacky, um, nonsensical, but like com- you just completely get it if you, if you start playing. And and it's one of those games where like you pick it up and you immediately start laughing and having a good time. Or you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, he's just kind of floating around. Like, the gravity is really weak here, isn't it? Yeah. So I just, <laughs> oh. I just hurt my frog pretty badly. He, he's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, the goat simulator thing, right? <laughs> well, it's actually it's uh, came out. Uh, it's uh, launched with Ouya. Um, and if you play Goat Simulator, there's a lot of like amazing frog homages 
I would say, in it because I think that those guys really got a lot of inspiration from Feiju and Amazing Frog. Oh, interesting. So maybe a little, little, uh, little borrowed stuff there. Now, the um, uh, I, I noticed that every game in the store is free, right? So they're they're all free to play, and then if you you, you want more, you you buy in. Is that right? Uh, so we we started every game free to try, and then we heard a lot of uh, developers consistently um, asking to allow a pre like premium paid version of games. So uh, there's a small amount of games that you just purchase like a regular game, mm-hmm. uh, but the vast majority yeah is free to try. Very cool stuff. So I'm going to pop out of this one real quick and look at one more. Um, let's see SPPD. Oh, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's a super puzzle platformer deluxe is a good one. Uh, that is an example of a game that started, uh, on PC and then came over to Uya several uh, months, like, you know, over a year later. Um, great, great game, especially if you like anything remotely like Tetris, uh, or Dr. Mario or, um, you know, puzzle, uh, puzzle fighter, uh, type game. Uh, you're basically a guy with a laser shooting blocks. Um, and, uh, I mean, the rest is, you know, you can just sort of play, but it's, uh, you can also play two players competitively. Um, it's just super fun, solid game. Very cool. So we'll check that one out. And then killing Four Cal- killing floor calamity. And I, yeah. For some reason, I didn't. I thought I had downloaded all these games, and I only downloaded a couple. So I'm, I'm, I, I apologize to the viewers who are just who are laboring along with me as I'm navigating the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what's what's uh, so what's uh, uh, yeah, calamity? About? That's a relatively larger game. Um, so if you're downloading it, you might have to wait. Oh, but, yeah, that's uh, what it is. It could be downloaded still. <laughs> yeah, but um, so killing Poor calamity is a um, uh, you know, a different universe or, or same universe, but different chapter in the Killing Floor series. So if you are familiar with Killing Floor, uh, it, it's a game by Tripwire Interactive. Um, it's they, they got their start on Steam in the early days. It was, uh, I think it started as a Unity mod or it's like a Unity modding contest on zombie survival horror game, like wave after wave style. Um, and they met up with us really early on. We were actually on like a, we did a dev meetup in Atlanta and it was like pizza and beer. And then, uh, Alan, who's, uh, VP over there was there and he's like, Hey, let's, let's put a game on here. So that's killing for calamity. So it's a top down sort of isometric, uh, alien swarm esque, um, uh, version of the same game, zombie survival horror. Um, you survive. I think it's like eight or nine waves, and then take out a take out a boss uh, all the all the time, collecting um, collecting cash and, and upgrading your weapons, buying new weapons, so that you can survive the next wave as it gets as each wave gets harder and harder. I've been you know following Uya for a while. There is a lot of stuff um, just on. How many games total are there now? On, on the yeah. uh, I think we're at eight fifty something. I mean, and we get we get a large amount of games per week that the QA team either, you know, passes or, or sends back to the developer if it needs some technical work. But I mean, there's a steady flow of games coming in and it's awesome to see. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's neat just to see it growing. So let me ask you this question because I'm, I'm probably one of the people that I will freely admit um, was attracted to the console because it was the first time I could put uh, my retro game emulators on something without having to jailbreak and hack and all this <laughs> other junk. 
Um, it's really turned into a great console for that too. Is that what do you, what's your what's the company's feelings on that? I mean, there's certainly emulators in the store. Uh, you're allowing those to be on the store. Is there yeah. any issues with I mean, that? I, I probably can't speak officially on that one for the company, but I mean, it's an open device, and I think we always designed it to be your box, um, and so like you can sideload things easy on it. It's like there's we just don't really see a point in making something and then making it so you have to go through all this trouble to jailbreak it. Right. Uh, and so like you can sideload things, like I said, um, if you if you goof things up. Um, there's a, you can do a factory reset, uh, through the, through the general menu, which is awesome. Um, I would, a, a word for the wise or, or however that saying goes, if you are trying to, to sideload something and you don't quite understand how it works, err on the side of caution because it's a device. And if you're, if you, if you're, you know, working with an open device and you don't know what you're doing, you need to read the documentation and make sure you know what you're doing because like you, it's your device and you can end up causing irreparable, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. you do something you don't know what you're doing, but you, you root yeah. it, you, you own it. <laughs> yeah, you root it, you own it. And, and, but, um, I mean, you own it anyways, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's room for all sorts of content on there and it actually speaks to our, uh, relatively passive or, or friendly review process. We do a technical review, we make sure it's title safe, we make sure the controller works, we make sure there's no like hate speech in it or uh, incitement of real world violence, and that's pretty much it. Um, and then people like people can put whatever games they want on the storefront. That's great. So uh, you know, looking back now, it's been what it's been almost it's been over a year now, right? Has it been over a year since it was released, or just about? Yeah, it's been almost two for me, but I was there before it was technically even a thing. Um, but the it's um, let's see. Oh gosh. Uh, we, our official launch was in June of 2013. So it's been about a year. Yeah. Just over a year. And yeah. what, what do you think, you know, and, and I'll, I don't want to, you know, uh, drag it out for too much longer here, but, you know, because I'm sure you want to enjoy the rest of your evening. But, you know, what do you think you've learned as a company since you started? Because obviously, you know, there was a lot of excitement around getting the Kickstarter thing going, a lot of interest in it. It's out there now. People are buying it. You know, is it, was the marketplace different than you expected or, or is it about, you know, where you think things would be and, and, and in that, in that whole process. You know, it's cool. It's, it's, it's so new and I constantly have to remind myself that like we are or were for so long, the only people out here doing what we were doing. So like everything that we've done in this last year has been public. Uh, and you know, you can basically follow it from from Kickstarter to now, and you know, uh, via like you know, news articles and coverage and stuff like that, um, and learn a lot just on just on what we've done. So, um, God, I would love to be able to like know everything I know now and 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 do it again in a year and see like what sort of crazy like I'd be like Nostradamus and just predict right. things, <laughs> like making amazing amazing uh, things happen. Um, but so much. I mean, it, it's I could I could go on and on about what I've learned. But you know, to, to a large degree, I think that's what experience brings you: is that you can look back and say, "Wow, you know, we 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 know what we know what what this this is going to work now." It's the same thing with my channel. Like when I do something, I, I you know now I'm getting a feel for what 
uh, the viewers of my channel want to see. So it's, it's often, it's not easier, but it's certainly like, ah, that, that product review is going to be great. <laughs> and I'm going to get that done as soon as I can versus others. So, uh, so what's next? I mean, we, we can't talk about new hardware, but you know, what, what, what's the rest of the year look like? Are we, are we going to see uh, some, some more cool stuff? Maybe uh, Ouya too, or just maybe uh, some more Ouya everywhere or, or all the above? <laughs> uh, um, well, I can say you can look forward to a bunch more awesome games. That's for sure. Uh, so Regan Gorbachev is coming. That's like a top-down one- or two-player uh, stealth puzzle game that's super fun. There's, so there's a video on our YouTube channel there. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, I think Magnetic by Nature just came out. Um, I should Skype Jared so he can like tell me what other games are plugged because he's got this encyclopedic knowledge of like everything that's coming out uh, and when it is. Thrall is going to come out. Um, and that's, that's definitely more of an experiential, like, uh, not your typical laser beam shoot 'em up game. You play, um, a, a woman who is trying to protect her baby in, uh, I think a developing country. It's, it, I mean, it's a pretty cool game. Um, uh, that dragon cancer is still something that, uh, I think the, the world, like, the world won't realize they need that sort of experience until they play it. And then they're going to be like, wow, this is a great game. Um, and other stuff like that. I mean, some, some stuff, uh, I mean, you can look forward to the new version of Towerfall whenever that's ready. That's going to come out too. Uh, lots of cool stuff like that. Great. Now, if people want to buy an Ouya, I guess they can go on Amazon and buy it there. Is it, it's in the retail channel also. Yeah, you can go to you can go to TV. I think shop TV and buy it there. Uh, Target, uh, Amazon, um, those are pretty good spots to check first, for That's sure. Well, that is great. And I again, I want to thank you, Bob, for for joining us tonight and uh, giving us kind of the rundown as to what's going on. And maybe when uh, there's some new hardware, maybe we'll get a, a an advanced little demo unit we can keep for yeah. a couple of days and just uh, run it through its paces because I. I have a feeling, I know you can't say anything about it. I know nothing. You haven't told me anything off camera, so I'm just, I'm just guessing. But that, that Tegra K1 is very interesting for the kinds <laughs> of things that you guys are doing. So I am very interested to see what, uh, what might happen next. So uh, anything I, else people should be excited about before we go? Well, just a message to you. Like, you're definitely, I mean, it's awesome to talk to you and, have, and talk to other people who are excited about what we're doing. And I'm sure you're on our first list of people to reach out to. Uh, when there is news to announce, um, and uh, I sorry, I just, so I just wanted to tell you that I appreciate what you're doing. Um, and I actually, because I was so focused on telling you that, I wasn't listening to your question. So I think you you... covered. I was just curious what uh, if you were, if there was anything that you were really excited about uh, game wise in the next uh, you know couple couple months. You mentioned a lot of them, but if yeah, I mean, right it. now I'm really focused on Reagan Gorbachev because I've, I'm working a lot with those guys. Um, and it's going to be super fun. It already is, um, and they're putting the final touches on it, um, and I think people are really going to love it. Cool. Well, Bob, thank you very much for joining us. It was a great, great to kind of learn more about the company, and uh, it's been exciting to see uh, the development. It's certainly not easy competing in this, uh, in this marketplace. I mean, even the biggest companies we know in gaming have, uh, have often had to exit, so the fact that you guys are still alive and still cranking out content is uh, very positive, and I've, I've really liked the UI. I mean, I've, I've, I think it's a, it was a really great effort from a company that really started from scratch, and it's just been kind of fun to follow it, and I, I play with it quite a bit, so 
I wanted to get you on and, and talk to the viewership about it. So uh, this will yeah. be um, posted up in a, about a day or two. And uh, in the meantime, the, the live version will kind of linger for a little bit as well. So, uh, but thanks again, and we'll, uh, we'll get you back on sometime soon. Cool. Thanks, Lon. And this is Lon Seidman. Thanks for watching.